Hey guys, and welcome back to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. Today, we thought it would be fun to do a get to know us episode as we explore our personalities because we realize that our listeners probably don't know that much about us, and we actually don't know a ton about each other. So I think today would be a good time to just explore our personalities with each other. So to start us off, how do we describe our own personalities? Okay, I've been told that I'm pretty extroverted. So I mean, I think I'm extroverted. I don't know. I just really like people and I like socializing. So I'd say I'm pretty social. Um, I can be pretty energetic. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's like my entire personality. I'm just loud. Mm, I'm kind of the opposite. I'd say I'm a pretty big introvert, but like I don't mind talking to people. Like I can talk to people, but I just would choose not to. Like I'm fine with it, but I mean, if I had a choice to like stay home or go out and hang out with people, I would just stay home. But I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, kind of same. I'd say I'm like extremely introvert. Well, I wouldn't say extremely introverted. Like I. I'm good at making conversation with people that I want to talk to. It's just a matter of like meeting new people. Mm, not my thing. Cause I'm kind of like, I think at, at first, before I get to know you, I'm kind of shy slash quiet. Um, but then when you get to know me, I'm like, I'm pretty passionate about a bunch of things and I'm also emotional, <laughs> like not in a bad way. It's like, I just have strong emotions. I think. Um, For me, I'm more of an introverted person. Like, I have a smaller circle of friends, and I don't know. I just am introverted. Since we've kind of gotten a feel for how we think about ourselves, I thought it would be fun to get, like, a different point of view where we all describe each other because sometimes that can differ from our personal views. So how would you guys describe me? In the beginning, like earlier, you said that when you first meet a person, you're like kind of shy, but I actually didn't get that vibe from you at all. Like, I thought you were really like kind of a mess. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't know, you you had a lot of energy and you're kind of like all over the place. Like it was like not in a bad way, but you know what I mean? So I would describe you right now like... As of right now, after spending a ton of time with you and, like, calling you every single day for hours and, like, um, being part of, like, a team with you, I would say that you're sort of the punigi maker. Um, That's Korean for, like, mood maker. Like, you kind of set the tone. Like, your energy um, really has an effect on other people, which is a great thing because you're really, like... I don't know, you're just, like, happy and funny, and you also provide the comedic relief, so I would say you're funny, too. I would say pretty similar to what you said, Grace. I think when I first met you when we were in, like, first grade, I know you were really shy, but I feel like you've, like, grown more out of your shell as it's, like, as time has progressed, but, like, yeah, what you said, like, I think you're more shy, like, meeting people, but, like, if you know people and you're comfortable with them, like, pretty crazy, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you're a very passionate person in, like, everything that you do. Whether it be 
K-pop or things about like social justice, <laughs> fighting for mental health, all that. You're very committed to your craft. Oh, that's really interesting, especially Grace's. <laughs> Whoa, what part of a mess? A mess. I, mean, I think you were like an exception, I think, because normally when I meet people, I don't want to talk to them at all. But for some reason, I felt like we already knew each other. Like, for yeah, some reason, like, I felt soulmates. that way. I don't know. Past life? Is this some like... Maybe, yeah, maybe we were like soulmates in a past life or something. <laughs> I think that's a possibility. Definitely. I'm really glad you felt that way. Like, I didn't... When I first met you, I wouldn't have guessed that you were shy. I would would have just guessed that you were kind of, like, um, oh, disorganized. Gosh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we met in, like, an interesting time where I... It was Halloween and I didn't have a costume. So that kind of added to some chaos, perhaps. <laughs> and then you consumed lactose, even though you knew you were lactose intolerant. Yep. Uh, that was also kind of a special scenario, but... Oh, love that. Love that. Yeah, love that for me. But <laughs> <laughs> moving on, what about Ava? I think we have really contrasting personalities, so this will be interesting. I think for Ava, she reminds me a lot of my dad. Like, she... <laughs> like, like, they're both extremely talented so they're in a position where they can like I don't know openly criticize others and it like what? makes sense <laughs> like I don't know I feel like Ava's really honest too so if I go to her and I ask her a question then she won't like she won't sugarcoat it and she'll give me the answer that I need which is also really good and yeah, she just reminds me so much of my dad. Like, they're both so disciplined, and they wake up really early, and they wear the same thing every day. <laughs> that, yep, yeah. that's a big part. <laughs> and another thing about Ava is that I feel like she's she's really good with people, even though she says that, like, she prefers not to talk to anyone. I feel like Ava's really funny, and um I don't know. She's just a fun person to have. Like, if you're having a party or, like, you're hanging out with a group of friends, Ava's definitely the kind of person that you would want to invite. Like, she's just a great addition, but she also has, like, a unique personality that, like, I've gotten to know more. Um, and in a lot of ways, Ava and I are also really similar, which is kind of scary. But, yeah. yeah. Mm, I kind of agree with like everything you said I was gonna say like introverted for sure like I remember when I first met Ava I think we were both really shy so maybe like two shies cancels out or something because <laughs> here we are but <laughs> I'd also describe you as logical like your decisions are always very logic based like you always make decisions based on like facts and whatever <laughs> which yeah. is like opposite yeah. of you <laughs> opposite of me definitely and like I'd say pessimistic not meant to be an insult just what I've noticed because yeah. <laughs> like we could be doing anything and it would be like um oh, I suck at this oh, no. you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but also reliable because I feel like I can always go to Ava and I can like burden her with my life problems and she'll be like oh okay so that's really awesome like reliable friend because I know she's also not gonna like share any of my secrets or whatever so I can like 
tell her my deepest darkest secret <laughs> i'm just kidding but like i can tell her stuff and i know she won't tell it to other people which is really awesome so i think ava's just overall really logical reliable a good person to go to for advice i think just to cut in here um and add sort of a disclaimer if any of you guys who are listening are like oh my god they're so mean to each other just note that we're like best friends so we kind of we we I I feel like we're in a position where we can insult each other a tiny bit so just to add that in there well okay that what I'm about to say is very not insulty but Ava you're like the smartest person I know whether it be like oh yeah book smart like with grades like you you calculate everyone's grades we're like oh my gosh Ava we just got this test score what is our total grade going to be whether it be in like art and music you're so skilled with that and also just street smart like um the others were saying you really know how to deal with people even though you are an introvert you know how to connect with people and make them feel like they're listened to and all that and also like I really noticed you were introverted at first I was just like we weren't super close I think just because I don't know we didn't have a ton of classes together and all that but I think over quarantine, we've really been able to connect more, and I think I've been able to relate to you a lot more. So, yeah. That's so cute. So, Lauren, since you're talking about how you and Ava are similar, let's kind of, let's discuss your personality now. Like, I think you are also introverted, I'm pretty sure. Yes, Just because, like, I don't know, it's easy being an introvert, you know? (laughs) And I also would say easygoing. Mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah yeah and honest for sure oh my god that sounded like an insult <laughs> honest no, for doesn't. sure but I'm just kidding like if I were to ask you a question you would answer honestly and like give me the answer that I need which I think is really useful because I don't want people to sugarcoat it or anything like that and I'd also say funny but I think we just have really similar Why you said that humor. so monotone I think also, you're fine. <laughs> but what I mean is, like, we both have really uh, interesting senses of humor. Interesting. <laughs> so I think it just it works. I like to think that I'm funny, and Lauren thinks I'm funny. So it's, like, perfect. And also rational. I think that's a big one. Like, when choosing classes and stuff, I notice that Lauren's very rational with her decisions, which I think is also really useful. So it's kind of a good balance. I said earlier that Ava was kind of like my dad. Um, in that sense, Lauren is kind of like my mom. And then Sophie's like my annoying sibling. So we kind of have like a oh little family. <laughs> um, I don't know. Lauren, she's definitely like a mom, um, but not overbearing like she gives you the message that like she cares about you and she's very welcoming and loving and it just it it feels like you've known her for a long time like she's kind of like an old soul and then why am I I, why am I saying that she's an old soul I'm like 13 but anyways um you're not 13 oh you're 14 or 15 um but yeah, I don't know. She just feels like a mom because I have the feeling that she would be very responsible um, under pressure too. And like she would be really good under pressure. And she's also like 
always kind of looking out for other people without them realizing like um she's just a really really kind person overall she's just so like even her personality is kind of versatile like when she's around energetic people she can match that energy but if you just want like a chill low-key day like just hang out um not really socialize like she can do that too so I feel like that's why people like her because she can um, easily adapt to situations and she can, like I said, match people's energy, which is why I felt really welcomed when Lauren first talked to me because I was new when I met Lauren. And like in that moment, Lauren's energy is like what I needed the most because I was new here and I was, you know, talking to a lot of different people and I wasn't really feeling it. But when it came to Lauren, it just like instantly clicked. And I don't think she realized that. But for me, it almost felt like I had come home. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Yeah, so I think all similar points to what like Grace and Sophie had said. Like Lauren's the nicest person I know. Like she's just so nice and welcoming and everything and she's definitely the mom of the group like she can handle me and Sophie's chaos you know but like with everything like I don't know she's just a great mom figure and she's just the nicest person I know and logical and everything but yeah she's the greatest 10 out of 10 <laughs> right, right. I think she's definitely now that you guys have said it, like definitely the mom. Like I could come home mm-hmm. after a really bad tournament and I'd call Lauren and I'd be like, Lauren, I played so bad in my tournament. And she'll be like, Hey, it's okay, let's shake it off. <laughs> oh my, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> my voice, Sophie. Not that voice, I was trying to no. differentiate our two voices. I love how like, Lauren- we're a little family. Like Ava's, Ava's the dad, Lauren's the mom, (laughs) Sophie's like the five-year-old, and I'm like that, the like teenager who's like really moody, you know? Like that actually works because Lauren's the oldest, so it makes sense. Yeah, whoa, you guys, look at us. Ava has dad energy. Like (laughs) I feel like Ava and my dad are like the same person. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Grace. Let's talk about you now. <laughs> I'd say you're really extroverted. The only extrovert in our group. Like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, super outgoing, talkative, and I think just overall, like, kind. Because I remember when I first met you, I was like, wow, the way she makes conversation is, like, really cool. It's like I've already known her, but I think we could have we just been soulmates or something. That's what I like to think, but, you know. Yes. <laughs> Talkative. Yeah, easy to have conversations with, I think. Mm -hmm. So, like, kind of, like, social. But I know this because I've, like, you told me, like, you kind of have a social battery. So I know that, you know, you're not always super social. But I think at first glance, just, like, you're friends with, like, everyone. You talk to everyone and you know everyone. And it's really unique because I've never been like that. So, <laughs> yeah, like oh. Grace, you know more people than I know, and I've been here for like all of my life, and I'm like, oh. whoa! But like, you're really good at making conversation and like a social butterfly, definitely. And you always know what to say, and you're like really thoughtful and kind. 
which is a good thing. Yeah. No, it's actually a bad thing. <laughs> Grace, you're just such an easy person to get along with. And I don't know, like like you were saying about me, you can match anyone's energy. Whenever I go to you for advice, whether it be for like um, social butterfly things or like getting new clothes, you're always like really like you're able to break it down and be like, okay, so what is your main goal here? And I don't know, she's really able to like, I don't know how to put it into words, but like turn really simple things like something you would like internally think about like she's able to think like for clothes she's able to like think about oh maybe they're not trying to get new clothes maybe they're trying to get past insecurities maybe like or for like social things maybe they're not trying to meet new friends maybe they're trying to like refresh and do all this she's able to see all past all like whatever and she's really able to make you feel comfortable around her and yeah Aw, I love that. (laughs) So I know to those listening, this is probably really confusing. You're probably like, wow, they know a lot about each other. How did that happen? So why don't we talk about how we kind of got to know each other's personalities? Like, how do we got, how did we get to know our own personalities as well as each other's? So I think let's start with like how we got to know ourselves. And this might be similar for all of us, but for me, I learned a lot about myself over quarantine because I had a lot Mm -hmm. of alone time. Yeah, almost too much alone time. And I just like discovered my personality a lot because being alone just leaves you only with yourself, which is really scary, but I kind of gotten used to it since we've been in quarantine for a while. But is that similar for you guys? Yeah, I think I've learned a lot about myself over quarantine because I've had a lot of time to like think about like, what I do and why I do it, and, like, learn all the flaws and as well, like, the strengths and weaknesses of myself, and also, I think, found a lot about myself over, like, other people who are, like, telling me what I'm like, because I don't know, I don't really think about it too much, but I think my mom knows me pretty well, and my brother knows me pretty well, so, like, they'll tell me stuff about myself that I didn't even know, but then, like, I'm like, wow, that actually makes sense. Um, for me, I think also just over quarantine, um, I've spent a lot of time alone and it's had me think like, like Sophie was saying, you're alone with your own thoughts and that can be kind of daunting. But like, once you get into it, you're like, oh, there was this event that happened in my life. Maybe that's why I'm like this. And you're able to unpack all of this stuff. And I think that's also caused me to be like, oh, hey, I remember that person. I want to reach out to them. Maybe they're like having similar experiences as I have. Um, For me, I actually didn't have my, like, self-discovery journey over quarantine. It was actually over, like, the year of 2019 to 2020. Um, I feel like the past years, like, most of middle school, so I'm talking sixth and seventh grade, I thought I was, like, the most social person ever because I just, I, I was just around people all the time. And people were always around me. So I thought I was always a people person. But over eighth grade, like, as you guys may know, if you heard, like, the middle school story time, um, I was just not having it during eighth grade. And I think that's when I realized that, yes, I have to be around people 24-7. But, like, I also don't. And 
when I need to charge my social battery, um, I know now that I like to spend time alone. And I think I really discovered that by just um, keeping good boundaries. So like during eighth grade, when people would ask me to hang out and I wasn't feeling it, I was really, really good about that. I was like, no, I'm sorry. Like maybe not today, maybe next time. And that's when I like sort of learned that um, I definitely needed a balance there. And then over quarantine, I just felt like I um, got to really charge um, for like an entire year. And now I'm like all ready to go and I'm ready to see people now. So I know we learned a lot about ourselves in quarantine, but I also feel like we learned a lot about each other. So why don't we just like quickly discuss how we got to know each other's personalities. And I guess we'll start with me. So, go ahead, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I've known you since first grade, but I'm not going to start at where I met you. I'm going to start at where we first, like, really connected. And I think some of you guys have heard this story before, but the fifth grade Explorer Project, me and Mm -hmm. Sophie were paired up, and we did a project on a cannibal and we were doing all of our oh my work, God. and we were just messing around a ton, and the teacher kept getting mad at us. Like, I'd fall off my chair from laughing, and I think that's how, like, I think it's just a good lesson that you can find friends from the most unexpected places. So, with Sophie, I mean, we were friends, you know, ever since Halloween, um, but we weren't, like, friends' friends. Like, I, I know that Sophie's probably like, what is she talking about? But like I've mentioned several times, eighth grade year, I was like not in it. Like my my social battery was out. I was just not having it. So it was kind of hard for me to connect with Sophie because I didn't want to. Like it wasn't just her. I just didn't want to connect with anyone. But then I feel like the thing is with Sophie, like she understood that. Like she was like, Maybe she didn't say it or even think it, but her attitude towards me was like, okay, I get it that, like, we're not, like, best friends, but I, like, completely understand, like, whatever you're going through, and I didn't feel like she was overwhelming me, so we, like, obviously stayed friends over, like, quarantine and stuff, and I don't know, like, the deep conversations we had really allowed me to understand her. And then, like, the really funny, chaotic 12 a.m. FaceTime calls really helped me to understand her energy. And I just feel like now that I'm, like, actually happy, um, Sophie's, like, the best friend um, in my life. Like, she's my Peppa. Um, and now, like, if we, you know, take walks around parks and stuff, I feel like um, I... I know her so well that um, there's no awkwardness. Yeah, I think those walks are really what brought us together. I think I always knew Sophie as, like, an acquaintance in elementary school. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Sophie. She's nice. But, like, we weren't very close until, I think, sixth grade because we were both alone. And that was kind of odd. And then we, like, I don't know, we kind of connected at lunch one time when Sophie just came up to me and was like can I sit here and then we started talking (laughs) and now we're pretty we're really close 
and like I don't know there wasn't a specific moment but it was just drawn out over like a period of middle school and Ava since you were kind of talking about how we got to know each other over a long period of time and I think it's kind of the same for me like the more you opened up to me the more I got close to you like uh, when we spend time alone together, I think that's when I kind of discovered your personality. Like, first of all, that time at lunch, I was so lonely. Nobody was in my lunch with me. And that was our first year of middle school. And I was traumatized. And I was like, oh, there's Ava. Ava's nice. And then I went up to you and I was like, can I sit here? And I just really hoped you wouldn't say no. <laughs> and you didn't. So then I was like, oh, okay, so we're best friends now, right? And then I just went with it. And like, I love walks. I think you guys know that. But I always ask Ava to go on walks with me, like, around the island. And also, before COVID, I would always ask Ava to go to the mall with me so we could get boba <laughs> and talk. So, yeah, we just ended up walking laps around the mall. But those are some of the best memories I have with her. Like, it was it was so nice getting to just talk the two of us. And I think I think Ava would agree. The mall talks and walks were, like what got us to know each other, I think. Yeah, I miss those times. Oh, I wish COVID wasn't a thing. Same. Like I said earlier, we weren't super close until over quarantine, and I still feel like we could be closer as yeah. I deal with most of my friendships. But um, I think definitely, like Sophie was saying, as you've opened up more about yourself, and I've opened up more about myself, we've been able to connect more. And I think that's also because, as I've learned, we are very, very similar people. And I think that's why it was so, I guess, hard for us to connect was because we're, like, very much the same. Even though we do have our differences, we have a very similar personality. And I think as we've learned more about each other, we've been able to definitely grow a lot. Um, you would think that you bond with someone and you get to know someone over like the deep conversations about like your insecurities and your deepest darkest fears but with Ava it was actually the opposite because a little little thing about Ava um she doesn't really have emotions and like she just doesn't really like want to tap into that um kind of very opposite from Sophie whereas like with Sophie at any given moment I can like tell her about like I don't know my traumas or whatever but with Ava um I felt the most connected to her over the like funny sort of really random chaotic moments um things that you can't really plan um and I don't know there's just like some layers to Ava and I feel like I appreciate and I love every single layer I uh really appreciated and loved Ava when she would say like three words to me um while we were you know in the practice rooms eating lunch but I would also really um uh have a good time with her when we would just be like really like joking around and when she would be loud and energetic like I love all the sides of her so I feel like over time as I've gotten to know like different areas of her personality I've really been able to bond with her and I would say that happened um, over the span of the school year and quarantine and working on Rise and Shine together. And next on our list is Lauren and there's kind of Yay. some overlap here because um, obviously we both had that same bonding moment but I think 
kind of over time as well. Like we got to know each other a lot just over time. Like we had our initial bonding moment with like the cannibal project. And then from there, we've only like, we've just gotten closer. And I think since we've been, we've been like really good friends since fifth grade. And like, obviously since then our personalities have both uh, changed a lot, obviously, but I feel like we grew and changed together. Like it was kind of a journey of us growing as people and also as friends. I think similar to what you said about me, Lauren, we're definitely really similar. And I don't think I really knew that. I mean, eighth grade, I think I got a bit closer because we were in the same math class, which was like the first time I think we've ever had a class together. And yeah, so it's, I think we kind of bonded over knowing that we're both sort of chaotic because I didn't really know that first, but I think you've learned that I can be really chaotic because I don't really show that much emotion. I don't think you really are that open either. But yeah, I think we bonded a lot over Rice and Shine because we spent more time together. I feel like I've said this before like many times, but um, I met Lauren right when I needed someone like her the most. So I feel like I already have this special connection with her. And even though, like, I don't know every little thing about her, and I could obviously get to know her a lot more um, with Lauren, um, I don't feel like I need to take the extra step to, like, um, set up a lunch date so I can, like, talk with her and, like, get to know her. I feel like with Lauren, that's going to happen naturally. And I already feel so connected to her. So I don't feel like I'm, like, missing out on anything I don't know she's just such a great person and I don't really think there's been like a journey of like ups and downs with her it's just always been like really neutral so um because she's just like so unproblematic and she's such a good person that you don't really need to you know go through a lot to like uh, really bond with her and I think that like moving forward I'm gonna get to know her a lot more and I want to you know dive into her interests too so you know she and I can bond over that and Grace since you were just talking why don't we talk about you a bit (laughs) (laughs) um I think we got to know each other over text interestingly like that's how Mm -hmm. that was like the first step because we met right before COVID blew up right and then It happened and we obviously couldn't see each other but then we started texting a lot like randomly I don't know how that happened but we started texting a lot and I kind of got to know what you were like I think and then we started FaceTiming and calling a lot obviously for rice and shine and just for like fun randomly and it felt like we had like known each other for a long time that's just like the overall vibe I got from when I met you and it's like It was just really comfortable, especially since we both talk the way we text or text the way we talk rather. But uh, so when we actually did talk, it was it was like natural. And uh, I mentioned this earlier, but I like walks (laughs) and so does Grace. So she like asked me to go on a walk with her last week or so. And I think that's when we really got to know each other and like, you know, know a bunch more stuff about each other. And we've gone on like a couple walks since then. And it's just like. We just get closer every time, you know? (laughs) Grace, like I said earlier, like, you're a really easy person to get along with. And um, I really look forward to get to be closer with you. I think we've 
gotten closer. Like I remember at the beginning of when we first met, when we we were kind of in the same like friend group, I suppose. And like gonna go out for a movie or something, I'd be like, "Oh, is Grace coming?" Because you were always like you were saying about Sophie, such a mood maker, and you were able to like, you're just a really easy person to get along with. And I think we are really close, but I want to be closer with you, and I look forward to that happening. I think for me, we really sort of started to get to know each other a bit more over quarantine because I think in the beginning you're just really friendly to me but like we didn't have much time together since we didn't have any of the same classes and I don't know I was I'm really bad at reaching out but I mean over Rice and Shine I feel like we've sort of bonded and like had funny moments together like it's not necessarily deep because I don't really have emotions but (laughs) yeah I think it's just the small moments that have made us grow together closer. So now that we've kind of gotten a view of what we see each other as, how we see ourselves, why don't we talk about what makes us different? Because I, like, when I was planning this episode, I realized, like, wow, we all are really different in, like, really unique ways. Like, for me and Ava, uh, how we view things and how we make decisions is really different. Like, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I'm a very what's the word emotional person and I I go with my gut most of the time like if I'm making an important decision I go with what my heart's telling me and I think that's just how I make the best decisions but Ava told me that she just makes her decisions without involving any feelings at all because I I don't have any feelings but I don't know we're like yeah we're like Ava doesn't have emotions like I'm sure you do uh, um, yeah, maybe <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, but I don't yeah. know. I'm like a robot, and you're really passionate and like emotional about stuff, which is like something I want to learn how to do. So, like, don't be shy, teach me. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think if me and Ava just combined, like, it would be yeah, a good be balance. Like, yeah, it would be a good balance because I mainly go by logic and like things that sort of make sense logically, but you're more like going through like going through things by emotions which is like crazy to me because I I didn't know that was a thing (laughs) I like I have a lot of trust in myself so the decisions I make I trust myself to make the right decision and by doing that I just like I follow what my intuition yes I follow like my gut and I'm like in my heart I know what the right decision is to make and I think that's just how (laughs) I've just like that's how I've uh, gotten to where I am that's how I've gotten the best opportunities ever so that's how it works for me like logic no (laughs) I'm I'm not that much of a logical person I'm more of like more of a feelings type of person I think yeah that's kind of interesting to hear though because I don't know I don't trust myself like at all I like to let logic do things I don't know but yeah that's really interesting because I didn't know you could like approach stuff by like (laughs) yeah I didn't know Ava was like really weird until now I feel like sort of the odd one out of the group because I'm very extroverted and it's not even like uh that thing that you guys are um like shy I don't think you guys are shy at all and I think all of you guys are actually really really good around people you just don't I guess you don't choose to I don't know I've never been introverted so I don't know what that's like but um my like biggest sort of like 
problem or I feel like um, it could be a problem is that like once, you know, COVID is over, like, if we start hanging out with people and we go to events, I wonder what the um, atmosphere is going to be like then. Because I have this really bad habit. I was telling Ava this earlier. Of leaving but people? I just leave people and it's just so bad. And um, if any of my old friends are listening to this or like my friends from old schools, um, they know exactly what I'm talking about because they'll tell me like, Grace, you have this terrible habit of like leaving people mid conversation to go like talk to someone else. And when I'm around a group of people, I can't sit still. And I feel like that makes me sort of the black sheep or like the odd one out of our little group here. But I don't know, maybe it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I feel like I normally just stick around you when we're in, like, a group without, like, the rest of Rice and Shine team. Like, that other day we were hanging out, I, like, stood at the top of the hill because waiting for you to be there, but I didn't want to, like, go (laughs) down because I was too scared to be there without you because you're, like, a really good conversation person, and I feel like I'm pretty awkward around people who I'm not very close with. I feel like that's where um, our differences um, actually like go really well together because if we were like all extroverts oh my goodness it would be absolutely if all of you guys were like me it would be absolutely it would be a dumpster fire <laughs> it would just be so bad so I feel like having friends who are not not like introverted and shy but like friends who aren't as like chaotic and social is a really good lesson for me too Mm-hmm. And kind of going off of what all of you guys have said, kind of moving on to similarities, I think what Ava was saying, like, she's she was too scared to walk down the hill to be there alone. I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> like, I hate being in public, like, waiting for someone alone. That's just so stressful to me. Like, I feel like people are judging me. So <laughs> I don't, like, I stick to people when we're in big social gatherings. I don't know if you guys do this, but I, like, I stick to, like, the one person I know, and, because, like, big events make me extremely anxious, like, people that I'm not close with, so it might get annoying, but I kind of cling to one person, like, I'll cling to Ava or Lauren, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that kind of worked out, because I'll cling to, like, any of you guys, because I, I don't know, it's just so scary, like, being around people who you're not very close with, because you don't know, I don't know, with me, I have a like trouble starting conversations I always have grace started and then I talk (laughs) (laughs) yep I I I love that though I want if you guys want to you guys can cling to me anytime you want um I know we just talked about our differences but like with our similarities um I feel like I'm really similar to Ava because we're very like goal oriented and um people might not know this about me but I actually have a lot of like inner thoughts and you know I'm like battling my own fights like I'm I'm also going through something so like um I'm really really uh focused and ambitious and people might not know that but talking with Ava helps me realize that I'm not the only one who does every little thing to achieve their goal and a funny thing about Ava and I is that we don't really have hobbies um when people ask us what do you do for fun we genuinely don't have an answer because we don't really do anything for fun um 
she and I both have quite a few extracurriculars, but they're all um, in order to, you know, do something that we want to do in the future. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting. I don't really have like, um, like a fun hobby. I should probably, I mean, shopping, I guess. I guess that's my like new hobby now, but um, I feel like Ava and I are really similar in that way. Yeah, I feel like, isn't Sophie, you're really different from that, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I remember you were like, oh, I'm not alone in feeling like this. I was like, am I alone feeling like this? (laughs) I, I, how do I explain this? I'm very passionate about a lot of things. So I'm not like the type of person to do things to achieve a certain goal. Like I do a lot of things that I just enjoy. Like you guys know, I play volleyball. I can't go like an episode without mentioning it because I just, I am really passionate about it. I really love it. It's just so much fun. It's like something that I look forward to. I look forward to improving and I love being competitive. It's just like, it's something that is so fun for me. I like, I just do it for fun. Like I'm not doing it to achieve a certain goal, which is interesting because I was listening to Ava and Grace and they were like yeah I don't do anything unless it has a goal and I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) but that was just really interesting I think Lauren and I are kind of similar like this like we both don't have like a decided path yet so I think we're kind of the type of people to kind of just go with the flow and do things that we like and enjoy like Lauren's really big like on stuff like I'll call her and I'll be like yeah there's this event, but I don't really want to go. And she's like, then don't go. And I'm like, you know what? You're right, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I mean, the thing is, I don't feel like it's a bad thing. We're really balanced in that way. Um, It's either one or the other. So Ava and I are like this, and then you and Lauren are like this. And I love like this four person friend group because we just like balance each other out. I mean, as far as like Ava and I, like our similarities go, um, I don't know if Ava has this, but when I start a new project or I get into something, I get kind of obsessed with it, um, and I can't stop doing it. Like, for example, um, I'm not sure if this is a really good um, uh, way to describe it, but I can't stop doing it. Like, I can't eat or sleep, and I just can't stop until I achieve that goal. Uh, for example, I started playing golf, and I'm not good, <laughs> but I feel like I've improved because when I started getting lessons and when I started going to practices, I was like, wow, I'm bad, and I need to get better. So for about two months straight, that's pretty much all I did. I forgot about everything else, and I just became obsessed with that. Like, Ava, do you know what I mean? No, I definitely do. I go through, like, spurts of really, like, big motivational periods I don't know similar I don't know it's like sort of as a child you know Lego sets I would get these really big ones and normally people would I think people would just do it like little day by day but I would just do it in a whole day because I was like you know what I'm super motivated to do this because it has an end goal of like having the building in front of you and it's also similar with like harp I went through a really big motivational period where I would wake up like every day at 5 a.m to practice for like three hours before school I'm trying to get back into that, but I don't know. I feel like some of that motivation kind of burnt out, but I don't know. I think having tangible goals where you can achieve them makes me really motivated because I know if I do a certain thing, then I can achieve that, you know? 
Right, right. I think, well, <laughs> why am I saying right? I don't really, I don't really think like that. I'm like, I don't go through motivational spurts. Like, um, I just do things when I want to. I don't know. Like, I could start a project and I'll be like, you know what? I'm not feeling it right now. So I'll put it away. And then eventually I'll come back to it and do it. But there's like, there's those types of things. And there's also things that I'm just passionate about. I don't know. Like, it's not so much just a slow or a strong spurt of motivation. It's just like, I'm constantly motivated by this. Like, I'm like, the, like the thing more itself. more organized effort, like a more organized way of doing things. Because I feel like mine is very uh, spontaneous, like, or no. I wouldn't say organized. I just, <laughs> I'm like the least organized person ever. <laughs> I think, like, for example, I'll just use volleyball. Because I, that's like the thing I love the most. So I, I'm, it's not so much I get like spurts of motivation. It's just that the game itself is what's motivating me. Because every time I play it, I'm like, this is so fun. This is like, it's such a great feeling because I just, I love it a lot. It's so fun. I don't know how else to describe it, but that itself is what's motivating me to get better and stuff. It's like the feeling of improving and having your teammates to energize you and just like, the satisfaction of playing it that's like what keeps me motivated and there are only a few things that are like that with me that I'm really passionate about but I wouldn't I don't get like those spurts of motivation you're talking about it's more so if I'm passionate about something that passion is motivating me and if something else like if I'm not passionate about something else I just won't do it (laughs) I don't know wait I'm kind of curious like do you have an end goal with volleyball or like I don't know. That's so weird to me because that's definitely not how I think about things myself. Um, I actually don't have an end goal. Like I just do it simply because it's like something that brings me enjoyment, something I'm really passionate about. As you guys were talking about like the end goal thing and spurts of energy, I realized I used to be like that. Like I used to do that like that with art. Like I used to be so committed. I like draw every single day. I wanted to improve and I wanted to go to Rhode Island School of Design and all this and oh my god RISD yep RSD and then I got burnt out and I was like I have no motivation to do this I have no ideas about what to draw and I think like also that in that way school is still that way for me where I'm like I need to get a good score on this test so then I can get a 4.0 so then I can go to this school so then I can get this job and I think when things are like that for me, it's really easy for me to get burnt out. So I think there, I used to be that way and I still am that way for some things, but I find it more like find the life, I guess, more enjoyable when I don't have to have that pressure of an end goal. So I think when I was taking some personality quizzes yesterday to kind of like have a starting point for this episode, I realized that there's some common questions that kind of define your personality, like how you make decisions, how you think about things. So I thought, let's just like answer a couple of these prompts. So first off, instinct versus logic. And we kind of touched on this one, but what do you guys say for that one? Logic. Logic. I don't know. I don't really trust my instincts because I don't know. Logic is pretty infallible, I guess. I mean, sometimes they can differ, but I don't know. For me, it's more reassuring to know that there's a set thing, you know? For me, it's mm-hmm. definitely 100% instinct. Like, 
even if it's a huge decision, like when I was deciding which school to go to, or like, you know, what dress should I buy? I'm always, I like close my eyes and I'm like, what is my gut telling me? Like, what is my intuition? <laughs> like, what is my higher self communicating with me? For me? I'll just do like any mini money mo. <laughs> For me, that yeah. logic path or like the instinct thing is a last resort. Like, if I'm literally like, okay, so there are the pros and cons are about equal, then I guess I'm just going to have to go with my gut. But before that, you would do logic? But before that, I would do logic. I'd be like, okay, so if I did this, then this would be, here are the pros and cons of this, here are the pros and cons of that. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, That's so interesting. I'm like, I'm like, I'm with Grace on this one, 100% instinct. Like, if it's a big decision, I feel like I'll know what to do. So I just have to trust that. Because I, yeah, I said this earlier. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of trust in myself. And I know that I'll end up making the decision that's best for me. So I just completely ignore logic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I still use logic, but I'm a big fan of instinct, I guess. So I think another big question would be honesty versus other people's feelings. I'm definitely uh, a people's feelings person. Me too. I feel like it's kind of selfish, but I don't really consider the other person. I consider their reaction to what I'm going to say. And if it's like somebody that I want, like I want them to like me, I'm obviously going to give them the answer they want. Because with people, it's so easy to read humans. So when somebody asks you a question, you look into their eyes and you kind of already know what answer they want. And depending on your relationship with that person, you give them... Okay, this is like the textbook definition of, like, manipulation. (laughs) It's not. I think you're just really good at interpreting people. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of trouble I have when, like, accepting compliments or, like, asking for people's opinions is that I'm suspicious that they're going to be lying to me for the, like, the premise of me trying to be, like, them trying to please me. Which is why I try and always be, like, decently honest. Of course, I'm not going to completely, like, ruin them with my facts (laughs) and logic. But I'm going to, like, try and phrase it, like, not mean, but, like, yeah, I kind of think this. Even if they're going to, I don't know. I mean, I am sort of a people pleaser. I try and, like, not wreck people emotionally. (laughs) But I try and go with, like, oh, yeah, this is what I think truly. I think, similar to Ava, Honesty is going to help them in the long run because if you tell it to them straight right off the bat, then that prepares them for like what other people are going to say. I think, yeah, I'm kind of, this is a hard one. I'm kind of in between. It definitely depends on what they're asking me. So if it's something that I'm knowledgeable on, like if they're like, so it's like, oh, did you think that was a good set or whatever? If we're going off of like the sports topic I'm going to be honest because that's what's going to help them. That's what's going to help them improve. And since I'm like knowledgeable about that topic, I feel like I'm fit to give them the honest answer. But if it's just somebody talking about like, I don't know, an art project they're working on, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, yeah, it looks really good because (laughs) I'm, first of all, I'm not a good artist either. So just wouldn't work if I were like, that sucks. But also, I think confidence is something that's really hard to achieve. So I'm going to try and give people that because confidence is going to take you a long way. I think confidence 
is something that people still need. So obviously I choose within reason, but I'd say in general, if we're just talking about regular everyday life, I'd say I consider other people's feelings more than honesty. Yeah, I think it really depends on the context of the situation because it really differs from person to person. Like, I don't know if someone's like, I already know that they're sort of emotionally not very stable. I won't like totally wreck them by being like, oh yeah, I don't really think that. Or like try and tell them the honest truth. Like I'll try, but I won't like go really that hard, you know? (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. think that made sense, but yeah. And for our last kind of defining prompt for today, are you guys the type of person to sail off without a map or have a calculated path? Calculated path all the way. (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I'm not really sure with this one. I feel like sometimes I'll like go with what I'm feeling in the moment. But normally I'll be like, I have like a whole calculated plan set out normally. Mm, I would say that. I'm kind of, like, in between. It's not a calculated path. It's more of, like, a rough draft. So, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And that's just kind of, like, the rough draft of the calculated plan. Mm, I think I'm definitely the kind of person to kind of go off without without a map, (laughs) sail off without a map type thing. I was actually telling Lauren about this. I forgot what we were talking about, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go where I want to go. I'm just going to kind of trust myself because I'll end up somewhere where I need to be. Like, I don't know. It sounds really cheesy, but it's like I have, I don't know. I know that I'm going to make the right decisions. So I just don't worry a ton. I'm just like, I mean, like if it's something like a career, I don't actually know what career I'm going to have. I just have like a couple ideas. So I'm going to go into it maybe try and achieve one of those things, but maybe on the way I'm like, hmm, this isn't working for me. So I'll switch it up. You know, I'm kind of like, I know I'm going to end up where I need to be. And that's kind of enough for me, I think. For me, it depends on the situation. But what's funny is last night we were calling to talk about the episode. And so he was like, okay, well, we need to write this out. And I was like, you know what? I think we just go into it and we'll just see how the conversation goes. But I think for most things, it's where just see where it takes me, like just kind of sail off without a plan. But if it is something that is really like an in like a defining decision, then I will make a plan. So obviously we could talk about this topic for hours and hours. So we might make a part two, but just to wrap this one up, how have our personalities changed over time? I think when I was a kid, I used to be, I think, an extrovert. I used to love going around and hanging out with people, but I think I kind of got burnt out by that lifestyle. And so I became really closed off and, like, emotionless, I guess. Like, after, I think, probably fifth grade. I don't know. Fifth grade was sort of a low point because I think I got cut off from a lot of the friends I had previously because I went to a new um, elementary school. So I think I've changed in that way because I used to be a social butterfly. No, not really. I just used to be more outgoing and like less anxious about everything, like easier to talk to and stuff. But yeah. Oh, I think I'm the opposite. I think I used to be super duper shy. And then um, 
I got more talkative. So now I can talk with people and not get anxious. Like even if they're people I don't necessarily know, I have more social skills now, but I've also learned like what my limits are perhaps with social things. So right now I'm at a really good spot where I'm like, yeah, I, I can talk to people. I like talking to people, but I, you know, I'm going to need a break eventually. Like I recharge by myself, I think, or with Lauren. Cause I just like, I call Lauren like all the time and I'm super energetic. So I think besides you guys, obviously, cause I like, I talk to you guys all the time, obviously, but um, I actually like to be by myself and I realize like, it's okay. It's okay for me to want to be by myself sometimes. It's okay to not always want to, um, you know, be in big groups of people because like I realized, I don't like being in big groups of people. I'm a fan of smaller, but deeper or, smaller friend groups but with deeper connections I think that's that's what I've learned about myself so I've gone from being like super duper shy and closed off to knowing like to knowing where I stand and like how to socialize with people and how I recharge how I operate sort of thing I think similar to Sophie I've definitely become less introverted as I've gotten older um like I did my MBTI the other day, and I used to be an INFP and mostly introverted. And then I did it the other day, and I was INTP with, like, less introverted. I'm more, so, like, 60 introvert, 40 extrovert. And like I said earlier, with the um, the spurts of energy and end goal, I think that's also, like, learning about myself through that and when I do have such an intense end goal and such like so much pressure about that, like that makes me really burnt out and learning from that and being like, okay, so if there's something that I want to do and there's a really like a lot of, lot of pressure on me, then I'm probably going to avoid doing that and just focus on enjoying the ride. I've definitely grown um, sort of in the opposite way. Like, I've always been an extrovert. I've always been really, really social. I've always had a lot of friends, but I feel like as I'm getting older, um, I'm starting to sort of uh, become part of smaller circles and not less social, but just spend more time with myself and my family. And um, I dedicate a lot of downtime um, and I dedicate a lot of time to self-care. And I think that stuff is really important. I still haven't lost my, like, energetic, I need to be with people uh, spark. But it's definitely, like, been toned down. And I just feel like um, that's positive because, you know, I, I, I would be burnt out if I just kept, you know, pushing myself and pushing myself. So... I feel like I've learned balance, and I think that's the most important thing. So that about wraps up our Get to Know Us sort of episode. And like I said earlier, there might be a part two where we answer more philosophical questions just so everyone out there can get to know us more and so we can get to know each other more. And, yeah, I hope you guys learned more about us, and thank you for listening. We will see you next time.